This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Rome's a rotten place. The heart of the Holy Roman Catholic Church, Vatican City in Rome, is full of misdeeds and self-serving behavior at the expense of the laity that is truly little wonder that people still direct their donations to Rome at all. It really is. It's incredible people still do. A pretty big story broke late last week that's getting little traction in the Catholic world, so let's shine some light on the darkness that is in Rome now. A senior prelate has used money meant to combat the forces of Moloch in the world to renovate his own apartments to a tune of more than half a million euros. And this happened back when the euro was worth almost 50% more than the dollar, so we're talking roughly three quarters of a million dollars at least in value at the time. And the best part of this is that Francis knew about it, and he did nothing. The misuse of the funds was discovered by Cardinal Pell, not all that long before he was sent to Australia, and then mysteriously ran into his own problems that were on their face so stupid and ludicrous that it became obvious they were fabricated. And it makes you kind of wonder if the prelate in question here, Paglia, was involved in that story himself. So, we need to go over the story, and since Francis didn't do much about it at the time, a seemingly unrelated story about Francis is worth starting with to remind ourselves what it actually is we're dealing with here. So. The unrelated story, headline from Gloria TV, Vulgar Francis Surprises Seminarians. The story is actually almost funny in a sad way. The Vatican's official site posts a transcript from a speech Francis was supposed to give to a group of seminarians in Rome, and said he tosses it out and just goes full Francis on them, telling the seminarians not to be rigid, to absolve any and all sins they hear in the confessional, even if the person making the confession clearly has no intention of going forth and sinning no more, meaning that they're making an invalid confession. You name it, he went there. He went full Francis. Never go full Francis, folks. From the article, quote, After the meeting, Vatican.va published Francis's beautiful speech where he emphasized perseverant prayer, the priestly rosary of Bishop St. Manuel Gonzalez, and told the seminarians to lose themselves in the tabernacle in moments of pain. In reality, Francis refused to read the speech not written by him, but called it boring and asked the seminarians to quiz him instead. He told the seminarians that a priest in confession must, quote, forgive everything and give absolution even if the penitent has no intention to make amends. A prudent priest who refuses absolution when necessary is for Francis a vehicle for an evil, unjust, immoralistic judgment. Francis said that there are priests who have fallen into grave sins but are, quote, with the people. Francis named uh, adherents of the James Martin hobby and uh, the suddenly in vogue group in the culture that you can't talk about as examples. He repeated that the seminarians should not be rigid and clerical, but th that they would not be good priests just because they dress up as priests and that their life should not consist of climbing. Francis used a language which some seminarians described as vulgar, which surprised the seminarians, end quote. Now, obviously, Gloria TV is not going to tell you precisely what he said. That was vulgar, but you can use your imagination. Although I'm not really sure what it means here, but using four-letter words isn't strictly speaking a sin by itself. A lot of context is important when, whenever that happens. So one of the things that could make it sinful is if the audience or receiver of the words are scandalized by them. And frankly, if you think Francis is Pope and you go to a meeting with him and he starts throwing around gutter language, you'd expect the audience to be scandalized by his words. There are some people who the use of those words will just be sinful pretty much under most circumstances. 
but this is all just par for the course for apostate Rome these days anyway. Rome is a cesspool of immorality and sin, not just sins of the flesh or bad language being used by senior prelates who should probably, as a rule, abstain from talking like dock workers and sailors, but much more serious problems. Here's our main story of the day. For example, this Pillar Catholic reports, the prelate in charge of the Pontifical Academy for Life has been caught red-handed, taking donations given to Rome and spending them on a condo for himself. He has since, quote-unquote, paid the money back, but he used donations to do so, and not his own funds. So not much has happened as a consequence of this story, but it does show that the Vatican is a pit of immorality. It's just, you know, example, you know, 9,700 of that at this point, which makes Francis's recent remarks about the need to be charitable and honest all the more funny. So from the pillar, headline, Poglia used charity funds to renovate apartment. Hundreds of thousands were paid to a contractor instead of going to missionary and charitable projects. Poglia claims they were repaid while others cry foul. Don't be surprised by this. Remember, this is the same Rome with the same time period, which largely the same personnel who funded Elton John's movie and got into real estate speculation in London with your tithing donations. If anything will characterize Francis's time running the church, aside from his predilection to label everything Catholic, rigid, and neo-pharisaical, it will be the wicked men he put into positions of power around him, who then did wicked things with their power. The Pillar article does a good job here of uncovering errors of Poglia that go back nearly a decade, and that Francis knew about these problems before he promoted him to the Pontifical Academy. It's also worth noting that Poglia is the man who was running that pontifical academy, when it betrayed its purpose of combating what I have to call on this platform the Moloch ritual, and instead embraced it by appointing several lay apologists for the greatest evil of our, of our age to the Vatican body, whose sole purpose is to combat that same evil. Keep that in mind as we go over some of the details of this story. So from the Pillar article, quote, Archbishop Vincenzo Paglia, diverted hundreds of thousands of euros allocated to support missionary and charitable works while he served as president of the Pontifical Council for the Family. Paglia used much of the money to finance building projects in Rome, including the renovation of his personal apartment, the pillar has learned. According to multiple independent sources with knowledge of the events, Archbishop Paglia confirmed in a 2015 memo to the Holy See financial officials that hundreds of thousands of euros had been paid to an Italian construction contractor instead of going to missionary and charitable projects to support for poor families and orphans. While Paglia claimed to have repaid some of the money diverted from charitable funds, sources say that he did so with other donations to the Pontifical Council and not with money specifically provided for restitution. The Archbishop, currently president of the Pontifical Academy for Life, led the Pontifical Council for the Family from 2012 until 2016 when Francis merged the council into the dicastery for laity, family, and life. Poglia's spokesperson has not responded to questions from the pillar. And, quote, of course he hasn't responded to questions from the pillar. You're going to get radio silence from Rome on this. Maybe Francis will act, but I doubt it. But in other words, Francis knew about it, and he did nothing. In fact, he did worse than nothing. In that same time frame, Cardinal Seurat and Cardinal Mueller were removed from their key Roman curia posts over doctrinal disagreements with Francis and his program. Seurat and Mueller wanted to prevent innovations in various aspects of the faith. They wanted to preserve the faith, you know. They wanted to keep it Catholic, and they were sent packing as a result. Well, Paglia was kept on after he admitted to using funds in a way that would have gotten any one of us sent to jail if we had done something similar in the secular world. 
a post to the Roman Curia is a good gig if you can get it, and if you have no ethical and moral foundations, it can be quite profitable. You just have to be willing to sacrifice the moral foundations that most people would assume comes with being a senior prelate of the Roman Catholic Church. One organization that Paglia took money from to pay for his own condo renovations was an organization called the Family of Nazareth Foundation, a Catholic nonprofit that does a whole lot of different kinds of works in the Holy Land, but some of the things they do are building parishes and other buildings for good church purposes. Maybe that money was taken from them because the organization doesn't fit in with Francis's new vision for an ecumenical dialoguing church that isn't mean and rigid and doesn't really believe in anything. Whatever the reason, that money was never really repaid, as the report makes clear here. So back to that Pillar article, quote, According to senior sources at the Secretariat for the Economy, the diversion of money was first detected in late 2014 as the Secretariat worked to implement new rules on tracking curial expenditures, including requiring, quote, four eyes and two signatures on all major financial transactions. In early 2015, the matter was referred to the Office of the Auditor General, which investigated before preparing and submitting a report to Pope Francis. Sources familiar with the Auditor General's investigation told the pillar that when he was asked about the funds, Paglia confirmed in a May 2015 memo that the money had been diverted into the Pontifical Council's general accounts and was then paid to the building contractor. In the May 2015 memo, Paglia claimed he had replaced the money diverted away from charitable purposes. The sources said that while 600,000 euros did arrive in the Family of Nazareth's Foundation's account later that month in two installments, the money was drawn from other donations to the Pontifical Council. The sums were never reimbursed. Yes, he paid 600,000 euros to one of these funds, but that came from new money. He received new donations, and he paid them over to the Family of Nazareth, but he never paid back the old donations, a senior Vatican source explained. It was new money to replace the old, another source told the pillar. It was meant to be a repayment, but it was simply robbing Peter to pay Paul after the matter was discovered. It was in his way of creating a cloud, a mist, the source said, end quote. His method of repaying it was meant to obscure the facts of the case and to hide everything. Nothing to be surprised about here at all, I think. This is why the laity need to be wary of how our tithes are handled. There are only two collections in the church not taxed by your local bishop, by the way, and I got this directly from a priest. One is the Christmas collection and the other is the Easter collection. Typically, these collections stay 100% in the parish, or so again, it was explained to me by a diocesan priest a few years ago. Every other regular collection gets taxed by the local bishop, and his cut gets taxed by Rome. So if you don't want to give to the various Roman projects that are really just condo renovations and the various corrupt dealings of Francis's henchmen, Give to the Christmas and Easter collections. Many Catholics, in fact, do just that. 100% of their weekly tithe goes to that, except for the special collections that go to special purposes. Now, I'm curious what you think of these stories. Are you surprised in any way by the Paglia story? Does Francis really care about the illicit and evil deeds of the men near him? Are you surprised that Francis gets vulgar with seminarians? Do you think it should be looked into whether Cardinal Paglia was involved in the mess involving Cardinal Pell? Let me know what you thought of these stories and the implications of them in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot as well, especially right now where our lovely hosts are not really letting people know about my videos for some reason. Odd. Anyway, like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. Sharing this on social media helps a lot as well. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.